episode 600, episode 600. It's all I've got. I haven't worked it out yet. Episode 600. That's a episodes. That's pretty good. We are just getting started. Yeah. Which is weird we because you know how I said I I'm going like to probably die soon? Susie! <laughs> just joking. It's I not swear. funny. It's not funny. Don't joke about that. Golly. 36 seconds in. It's already <laughs> got dark. Gotten dark. Oh, my God. How's Sarah? How's Sarah? I'm doing great. Because I, let me tell you, I was having some, some, I was having some cramps and some muscle aches earlier, and I did a little rubbity-dubbity of some THC cream on the affected area. It's like magic. Really? Yeah. THC? And it's like one of the, yeah. It's mm. like, look, it looks like deodorant. I'm oh, showing wow. Susie it for our patron, Patreon. Because I've seen the CBD kind. Yeah, this Mm, it could be nah it definitely smells like it's got yeah other stuff in it but like, it's <laughs> like made stuff. in somebody's back like like bathroom or something no wait it's like bootleg yeah nice somebody's back yeah my aunt gave it to me and wow my you aunt, have way like, wet better ants than i do yeah she was like here this is for, this is for your muscle oh yeah it feels so good wow for my random bootleg well, so then yeah, I'm Sarah's feeling great gonna, now. Yeah. Uh, no pain. Sarah's, I'm wonderful. I'm happy. And when you How use you, that Seuss? stuff, it doesn't go to your head. It just goes to your body only. Yeah, you don't feel it at all. Mm, that's so I can still give you the show. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, she is ready. Loopy stuff. She is loosey goosey, ready for our show. What um, about you? Okay. First, well, now because it's like you're my therapist, so like I have. Yeah. I'll give you my normal life stuff, and then we'll yep. move into brainy whatevs. Yeah. Okay, first of all, um, I went to a, a get-together, and I could I would say it's my first, like, get-together to, that I've been to in two years, you know, since COVID, where I didn't know most of the people, Wow, you know? I don't know many people who refer to it as a get-together, which I think is so cute. <laughs> what? I just like that already. Is like, that like an old lady thing? Oh, my God. I have... It's like a, an old lady thing. Okay. Yes, yeah. it is. I did. A, I went great. to I a it. get together. <laughs> That's so funny. It's funny okay. every time now. A <laughs> gathering. Oh my God. It's like in evangelical circles when they say that we're going to fellowship, like they use fellowship yes, as a verb. It, that's what it reminds me. We had a get together. Like, I mean, <laughs> how old is the average age at a get together? I didn't even know. This is so sad. This is right. This is not what we want to talk about. I'm totally derailing the conversation. Back to your get together. Well, this was the first one I've been to since COVID where I didn't know most of the people. And I've said this before on the show that I feel like people have forgotten how to be humans over the last two years. Everything's wonky. We don't know how to be people. Well, I thought I was immune. I didn't know that I was included in this. Tell me how you got wonky. Well, clearly I've been hanging around with only people that agree with me for too long because like I thought we were all on the same page, like about racism and right. No, like stuff like that. I forgot. Yeah. You would think with Peg that she would remind me, but I always think she's just a cuckoo crazy bird. So she doesn't count. Ooh, you experienced the 
conversations about stuff that maybe we used to talk about, which now we're talking about, and there's a little more of a uh, heightened response. Yeah, like, well, to the one lady was talking about cancel culture, you know. And okay, like, I can talk about that because we've been on reality TV and it does annoy me when someone mentions something I said 15 years ago and acts like it just happened. So I mm-hmm. I can do that. Okay, let's she talk about it. Game. Things Got have changed. It. I get it. But then I was like, okay, but we need to be really precise about language. So what do we mean by cancel? I said to the lady, who's an example of someone you would think has been canceled? Oh, no. Oh, no. That was a mistake because she said Kevin Hart. Okay, remember the Oscars thing where he ended up not doing it because he had done some tweets about, like, gay stuff? And I said, well, that I don't know if we could count that because Kevin voluntarily agreed to not do the Oscars. Nobody fired him. He just said, I don't want to do it anymore. So, like, was that canceled? I I don't know. And then she said, "Um, well, I think he got off easy because he's black. What? This just in, in (laughs) sentences that have never been strung together, two words that have never been strung together before. I was like, I say what now? Wait, got, I'm sorry, come again? But I thought, okay, well, she's quick. She's crazy. And, you know, there's always somebody crazy at a party. So I thought, okay, well. She's confused. She must have been confused. So then I started going around the other party being like, hey, how about this lady said, (laughs) said this thing? And Susie's um, using it now as like a bit, like a part, like like she's like that. Now that's like her in like this, where we're on the same page. Can you believe this crazy bitch over here? And that was not happening. No. Yeah. So no, like apparently I'm radicalized. I didn't know I'm a radical. Wow. We are. We wow. I'm just saying this story so that you know. So you get if from you, living in California with their like le, West Coast liberals. The fruits and nuts. I was with the fruits and nuts too long. But I'm just telling you this because like if you go to a party, okay. just so you Don't know. <laughs> make assumptions. Yes. So that was that. It. Th- this is this. Again, I go back to Jim Gaffigan who said this has been kind of like a gender reveal party for these last few years yeah. for certain people's feelings about certain things. You're like, okay, well, can't talk about this with that person and, yeah. or, or can, but this is what I'm going to get. Uh, I, I mean, <sighs> now I know. Okay. It was a good reminder because I was like, oh, whoopsie do. I've only yeah. been around like-minded people. What is your advice when you are around not so like-minded people? I like, well, it's my, my technique never varies. My technique for dealing with every kind of person is to just keep asking questions okay. because you can paint people into a corner. Like when I said, give me an example of who, who's been canceled. Right. But then she threw me for a loop because I'm not, I, I'm at a polite company. I can't be like, oh, turns out you're racist and we can't talk anymore. So I have to figure out a way to get out of that. But mm-hmm. anyway, it's just a good reminder. Yeah. But I do like to ask people like, well, what do you mean by this word? Or mm-hmm. what's an example of that? Because mm-hmm. usually their arguments fall pretty flat. Mm. They haven't thought it through. Good one. 
good They one. use talking points. Mm-hmm. Okay. But on the flip side of that, we did get to go see Hamilton, and that was a joy. Oh, wow. That was super fun. Lincoln loved it. And oh, I was so happy Lincoln that he loved musicals. it. Yeah. He loved it. Are that, you familiar huh? with Hamilton? I mean, in general, yes. You've not but seen like, it, though, or like the Disney Plus it. version. Okay. No. Because there's a, a song that the King of England sings, and he is so into it, and he makes us play it every night. And it is a delight to see somebody enjoy history through <sighs> musical theater. <laughs> It's so fun. That so, is so great. That did not disappoint. Is and it's you feel like you learn stuff. Like it's educational too, as as well. Oh my yeah? god! Yeah, historic. Like okay, this is great. Yeah, for sure. Look at that. People are probably like Sarah. What are you even living in our fucking rockets, Hamilton? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I recommend like reading up about it beforehand because then you get all the references and stuff. But oh yeah, yeah. Even if you don't, it's just super fun and yeah. cool to be out in the world. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. I'm glad you had that experience. Okay. First, I got to talk about um, something maybe even more important, which is like your body and learning what you're sensitive to with regards to oh, food. I still want to do this. You got to do it. I have to do this. Yeah. Adam just did it, know. and he too has a pineapple sensitivity. We like our pineapple. Like a verse in the And this here house. I am coming over to Susie's house in the summer, slinging pina coladas for everyone. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm triggering a, a sensitivity reaction in all of her family. Well, so now we have Everlywell, which is a system you can just like prick your finger, send the sample off, and they test it for all these foods, and you can find out if you have a sensitivity or an allergy to a certain food. And it is just like a treasure hunt because you get to see like, Wow, I've been eating eggs and turns out like I shouldn't be doing that or whatever. So maybe you have an almond sensitivity. Maybe you have a fish sensitivity. Good to know. Yeah. Right? I hope I don't have a fish sensitivity. Right. And so a lot of times like with allergies, you know right away. But with a sensitivity, it could be days before your body kind of processes it. And then you have the effect. So Uh you might not connect the dots there. Yep. But it's so easy. It's just an at-home lab test. Super affordable. And just fascinating to learn about your body. And for listeners of the show, EverlyWell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test. EverlyWell.com slash brain candy. That's EverlyWell.com slash brain candy. 20% off your at-home lab test. EverlyWell.com slash brain candy. I wonder what you're sensitive to. Do you have any guesses? Uh, Dairy? I was just going to say cheese. But not because it, like, makes me – it's not that, like, I'm not one of those people who, like, gets gassy or anything like that. Like, it's not like, oh, watch out, Sarah Steak Cheese. It's more like any time I've cut dairy out of my diet, the people around me will make comments about how my face doesn't look puffy. That makes sense. So it's – I would imagine that when I eat dairy, my face looks puffy. Well, and how a lot of people say it makes them break out. So it seems like that stands. Yeah, it to definitely reason. does do that. Okay, I well, noticed that. All right, you yeah. got to get one of these tests because you got to find yeah. out what the hell's yeah. going on in your body. I, question: I just yeah. got a text message from my potential new landlord that said that they're only interested in a two-year lease. Who signs a two-year lease? I have done that, but it's so unusual, and like that. Normally, they would tell you that ahead of time, right? What are you gonna do? 
That is not so ideal. I, I don't want you're a not release. a two year guy. <laughs> no, and then I think about oh, like, what terrible. if I were to get pregnant? Then yeah. what? I'm on the hook for a two year lease, and then like, could you How imagine? How did they just that bring be... that on you? I know. Now I'm gonna have to back out I'm of that. I'm so and that was, like, sorry, the Sarah. Should we pause this? You got to pause. No. Really? It is what it is. Life, oh man. Oh my god, life. I hate life. I hate life so much. I mean, it, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is fine. It's, it's, hey, life game is extra hard this week. This is just like one of those, like, that I chose this level. Damn. I'm really sorry, oh, well. though. Damn, I had already mentally decorated. Yep, you had moved in in your mind. Well, I'm really glad I didn't put the deposit down for uh, the movers yet. So, okay, but maybe you could work your magic and be yeah, all I like, should. "What's a gal got to do?" That's our move. Oh, I thought she meant actual magic. <laughs> I was like, "Hang on." Sarah got out her sage Let me get my burner. crystals. <laughs> she starts doing that bong thing that you ring. What's that thing called? <laughs> the, the singing bowl. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. The singing bowl. But don't worry. I, I'll get my. I'll get my crystals out. Hey yo, yo. Sarah's doing her. Well, I'm chance. not Native American. I don't even well, do a rain dance. I don't know what witches do. Not that. What do you guys do? We like. Well, it depends on what kind of witch you what are. What chant do you do? I don't know. Uh, I do more of a, uh, uh, like a mo- repetitive mantra. Then I guess it is kind of a chant for depending on what you want. So. It's just like whatever. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you an interesting story about this. <laughs> I, I wanted to come in. I was like, I'm moving. I need some money. So I, there was a full moon or a new moon, I think it was, that happened to be like all about like manifesting like some stuff that's like riches in your life. Yeah, the good stuff. So I was like, I want... I know the exact dollar amount. My mom's always been really specific that you've got to like ask the universe for it. You can't just be like, I want to come into money because they'll be like, here's a quarter. So you have to like actually like ask for a number. So I wrote down $60,000. Okay. Okay. Yeah. About 30 days later, give or take, maybe a little bit more, maybe like within, I'd say within two months. I and I'd forgotten about this. Like I, I and I, I said, I wrote, I wrote some little like one line. And sometimes it's nice to make things rhyme. So like you know, a little rhymey like, um, coming into money free and easy. Something something make it breezy. Something like that. I, <laughs> <laughs> no. okay. I, I just I'm coming. I'm like the top of my head. It, it wasn't that, but it was something. It's gonna be like because I always say whatever you do, you have to make it. Like, so, Make like, I wanted to say in whatever I was writing, like, whatever sentence I came up with, I wanted something that, that addressed that I want the money to be, like, rightfully earned. I don't want it to be, like, you just got it for what I want it to be fair and just, and then I want this, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I make sure that, so my intention is good. Within two months, I got a check from the U.S. government for... Six zero 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 zero. Not sixty thousand, six hundred dollars. Six hundred point zero zero. 
I went back in that piece of paper that I looked at. I was like, oh, my God, I have to go back. And I looked in, I had the paper that I wrote down 60,000 in a little box. And I was like, motherfucker, I didn't put a decimal place, did I? (laughs) And I didn't. If I wrote 60,000.00. That's what you think the problem was. I think I, that gave me exactly what I wrote down. Okay. Six, a six with five zeros after it. And I got a six of five zeros after it, but I wow forgot the period and the I should have added. So okay. had I put the decimal place, I was like, "Oh, you got to be kidding!" The exact dollar amount. So I think that's an interesting one about. So if you were saying how to what magic that that that's how I do it. Make Man. up a little chant. Yeah. Then I use whatever stones are associated with that kind of thing that I'm after or looking for, whether it's like love or balance or whatevs. And mm-hmm. I'll take a bath and I'll put that stone right on my whatever chakra is kind of feeling like vibey. And then I just say that chant over and 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 over until I feel like I don't need to say it anymore. And then sometimes I'll make a little herb bag and I'll go in the bath with me. And then that's it. You're like brewing away in your own tea. Correct. Your little Virtual, herb bath. Yeah. So I'm like okay. a bathing witch. Long history of that. Long history <laughs> of ritual baths. There are. That's yes. Not well, I thought weird. you meant a long history is what I just gave you. A long history of my <laughs> <laughs> I was like, long yes, yes. oral history. Correct, Susie. But you should know this about me by episode 600. I will talk and talk and talk. No, ritual baths so. are very, you know, historically important. Yeah, and that's one of the problems I've been running into in finding a new place is all these cute places only have showers showers. and no bueno. No, no, I'd rather. I'm in a place with only a shower for 10 days. I'm barely surviving. I'd I'd rather live at Peg's house, truly, if there's, you know, if that's the choice. Okay, we got to talk about um, the Andy Warhol documentary series. Yeah. Phenomenal. Really? Nobody's going to watch it because it's six episodes and it is. it feels like six episodes. Like it's long Ooh. and you have to really love it to stick with it. But You I stuck did. it out though. Oh, yeah. I loved it. I, but I knew no, no one else is going to watch this. So I was like, there's no spoilers because nobody's going to watch it. Yeah. But it's totally fascinating because um, he was so ahead of his time in yeah. terms of culture like he really understood he he had that zoomed out point of view and that's why the 15 minutes of fame quote feels prescient because how did he know that that is actually how it was going to be that everyone was going to be famous for a hot second um did have that but he did like he had this sort of outsider point of view which makes sense because he for most of his life was an outsider he um he was a gay man in a time where that was not okay. And he yeah. was, on top of that, super weird. Yeah. Was he somebody who was uh, in relationships and just, like, openly talked about? This is about, what was so I, crazy. I almost put him into more of an asexual category, and I wonder if he was that before... No, that was what he wanted people to believe. He told people really? that. Yeah. Like in interviews, they'd be like, what do you think about sex? And he goes, I don't. Like he, he wanted oh to like. Oh my God, I fell for hook, line, sinker. Yeah, but like that's what I love is that he was orchestrating hook, line, his own. Wow. 
per, the perception of him. And he wanted people to think he was sort of like above it all, like above sex. He yeah. was like be, beyond that, kind of like Jesus. You know, people don't really think of Jesus as a sexual being or whatever. Think Usually, about Jesus getting on all the time with that long hair. <laughs> you do not. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's a thing. Like, even if you think, well, maybe he was gay. No, people really don't think of Jesus or divine people as sexual. Right. You just think of them as like philosophically yeah, above. Like Mr. Rogers. That yeah, above carnal right. urges. But he was gay and he did have relationships and they talked about them at length in the series. And it was, okay, you are not going to believe this. Oh, I love this. He had two main relationships yeah and one was like 12 years long and one was shorter than that but like very meaningful that's that's a long time you will die this is crazy they were both of these men were in a pair of twins what yeah and somebody was like well yeah andy loved repetition you know how like all of his paintings that were like several my God. Isn't that I lo- bonkers? That's odd. That's interesting. That interesting. Interesting. They Both of them had a twin named Jay. Both Stop of them died it. tragically. It's insane. It's like, of course, Andy Warhol, he, who didn't even orchestrate this, it feels like he did. Oh, God. Life imitates art, man. Yes. Like... Because I thought, wait a minute, this other one's a twin too? And his twin is named Jed, and he died tragically. And it's just like, Andy, you you little dickens. I love this. <laughs> it's just bizarre. But, Even like the twin thing. It, like, like, do you think that was intentional? That he like <sighs> maybe was attracted to people who had a duplicate? It definitely could have been. In some interesting way. You know what I wish there was a duplicate of? What? <laughs> what? Better help. Because two is better than one, and better help is so great. It just feels like more is better. Everybody more should therapy. have a therapist. That's Everybody for sure. Everybody should have a therapist. Better help is a great online service that allows you to talk to a licensed professional about whatever it is that's on your mind or stressing you out or you need to cope with and you can do it from the comfort of your own home on your computer your phone whatever you could do it just like messaging or you could have like a video visit and it's great because everybody needs a little bit of something we really do everybody needs to talk to somebody we can't Um, all have twins We cannot all have twins, and we can't all have Andy Warhol. Um, The podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Brain Candy listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Brain Candy. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Brain Candy. Customized online therapy offers video, phone, even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to, which, you know, some people don't even like that. I love that. Yeah, like Sometimes, like, as a client, I prefer... Not being on my on yeah. video, and I because I like to just like spin in my chair and talk. And sometimes, like I, f- I I feel like I can get deeper if I don't see them, and I can yeah, just talk that can a little be a more distraction. open. Yeah, yeah. so give it for a my try, clients. Guys. I'll take whatevs, but <laughs> um, okay. And then, but the series in general is just compelling because when 
when you think about where we are now with um, everyone having to think of themselves as a brand, he was doing that beforehand. He Way It wasn't before. just about his art. It's almost art. like he feel, I feel like he invented that. Be, truly, because, yes, his art is cool and, and interesting and whatever, it's but it was also about who he was. I read this article in The New Yorker about organic food, and it was about this huge scam that went on. It was the biggest food scam ever in the history of the U.S. where these farms were pretending to have organic food and selling them to, like, Whole Foods and stuff, and they weren't organic. What? And the point of the article was that, like, half of the thing about organic food is the story of it. Like, Correct. This is, I'm giving this food to my son because I care about him and I love him. And it's almost like how we talk about collectible base cards. It's like, it's not the card, it's the story of the card. Yeah. This is Babe yeah. Ruth's for the... Yeah. And so, like, the stories we tell add yeah. value, and that's what Andy did with himself. He created himself as almost like this divine being that was not even human. And I so then, remember one about him doodling on a restaurant tablecloth that's one of those paper tablecloths and somebody cutting it out and saving it or framing it. And I just liked that he would doodle on tablecloths. Right. Like anything that you, anything could be art if there's the story to tell about it, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. So when I think about the Kardashians and all these people that have become brands independent from like themselves as a human. Yes. It's just really seeing how that. It is interesting. At what point does it switch over? Yeah. And change from a person to a brand. I felt uh, when we were talking about Adele's Instagram and how yeah. she, like somebody else. They won't let her have know, access to her own right, verified page. Because it's that she's become a brand. Man, in a way, you're, you, that's. Where and does how, personal like, responsibility end and begin and. Well, listen. That's very interesting. Even if, let's say, our listeners like, I'm just a mom in Iowa. Like, I'm not a brand. But like, if you have social media, you are curating your life. You are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. deciding what to share and what not to share. What is private and what is public. You're still a brand. Yeah. It's just on a smaller scale. Interesting. It was wild, and then I had no idea he was so close with basketball. Basquiat, the artist Basquiat. Oh, yeah. There was several episodes that centered around that relationship and, like, just the complexities of it and and how insecure. Oh, and I wanted to tell you, remember how you said the Anthony Bourdain thing and we talked about how, like, AI and they yep. simulated his voice and how it was, like, gross? Well, they did the same thing with this series, which was called The Andy Warhol Diaries, but it was it didn't feel gross to me, excuse me, because... Um, they were just reading his actual diaries verbatim, so they were his words. Mm-hmm. And then they used AI to make it so that Andy wow. narrated it. So it didn't yeah. feel as gross. It felt true to who he was. Yeah, rather than making it just change the words to say. And then the last want. thing that I thought was so compelling was just it never gets old for me to learn more about what it was like to live through the AIDS crisis. Oh, yeah. Because even though we were, or I was alive and you were alive for it, we weren't old enough to really get it. Right. And what it must have been like to be a gay man, 
at the time and how, like, they had just lived through the 70s and, like, this sexual revo- revolution, and then they, the gay cancer came, and mm. they didn't know how. It kind mm. of felt God, similar awful. to what we're dealing with with COVID, where they're, like, yeah. in the beginning, you're, like, how does it spread? Is it airborne? Yeah. Is it touch? Uh-huh. Is it sex? Is it whatever? And then you, you have a certain moment where you realize nothing's ever going to be the same again. Right. And how painful that can be, especially in that case when it's like a moral question of Mm -hmm. like you're being punished for being gay. Awful. And people can use that as like, yeah. Or what they were told. I don't know, man. It's heavy. I feel I, I, I just read something, just saw an article that now more people being diagnosed identify as heterosexual than homosexual. With AIDS. In, yeah, in the United States, I believe. wonder why. Well, I guess the, the numbers are in the favor of it yeah. being that way, but still. And education and awareness around mm-hmm. prevention right. and treatment. Yeah, man. Like, I cannot imagine what it was like when that shift occurred, when everything mm-hmm. was party time, mm-hmm. counterculture, Well, I can't either. Anyway, it's a great series. I highly recommend it. Moving on. Mm. Okay. Um, And he had such great hair. Oh, my God. That was one of the craziest parts. Like, those were wigs that he was wearing. What? (laughs) I love how that's the shocking part for you. All of it was. I'm shocked at all of it because what what I'm learning by you just describing this is... I took the bait. Like, however, we how all he did. chose to be portrayed and everything, like, this is, I am describing how he wanted to be seen, which, you know, so to, to that, well done. You did it. Exactly. He was crafting a public persona, and we weren't used to that and took him at his word. But those were wigs, and they have them all at the Andy Warhol Museum in Pittsburgh. But Cool. In um, Pittsburgh, how come you guys have all the museums? Well, he was born. Oh, I forgot here. that he was born. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, right. remember his, remember his cemetery uh. story. <laughs> anyway, they showed the gravestone. Somebody in the remembers that. And I was like, mm. anyway, um, but you uh, should become a Patreon, Patreon patron just to see the gesture that I did when Susie <laughs> said that. That's true. You're missing out if you are You're not. missing out if you do not have the video version of this. But one of the like most traumatic moments um, in the doc series was when he's writing this diary entry about, I guess he was doing like a book signing or an art signing or something, and somebody walked up and snatched his wig. And he talked about it as if he had been killed. Like he was just... Assaulted. Well, Yeah. Like, he felt, he goes, the, my worst nightmare came true. Oh, my gosh. Like, for him, that was equivalent to, like, an assault. Which, no. I should say, that the he started writing these diaries in 68. He had been, he created the um, the thing in New York, the factory, where artists came, mm-hmm. and they all worked together, and it was, like, this hippy-dippy whatevs. Well, hi- artists are weird sometimes and can teeter on the brink of, trouble brewing Mm -hmm. and one of them got mad at him and felt he was too controlling and shot him i never knew that 
And that's, that's how he, right, who shot Andy Warhol, yes. That's when he started writing in the diaries, but also when he started being like, I'm going to just hang around with famous rich people because you people are fucking nuts. And that's when he became totally Wait, Somebody obsessed. shot him and then he lived? He lived, yeah. How did he die? How did he, he die? died in the 80s from, like, basically from being shot. He had gallbladder issues ever since. And then it just eventually. What? I know. Isn't that nuts? That is nuts. And that, like, he was sort of like, he. they said when he was growing up, he was mm. ostracized and that he would woo people by being like, let me draw you. And that's what he ended up doing with famous people. Like he would get them to like him by flattering them and being obsessed with fame. He's brilliant because Genius. it worked out great except for the old shooting and death problem. But yeah. other than that, that was like his whole life was making people happy. But he suffered with imposter syndrome. He never thought he was enough. He thought he was a loser. Totally interesting. Moving. Oh, fascinating. Well, thanks for that summary. I'm so sorry. I kind of you guys had to sit it. through that, but it was really great. <laughs> what do you mean? Suze, it was way shorter than six seasons. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. Um, okay. So what about how mm-hmm. the garbage patch? Go on. You know the great garbage patch? I think that's what it's called. The oh, great- the floating thing in the middle of that's the size of Texas? Yeah, I'm familiar. How about how, you know how when you see images of it or video, you know, it's like garbage hanging out, whatever. Like garbage that's island. not the truth. That they show that image because that's what people can understand, that there's like garbage out in the ocean. But that truly, if you were out in a boat, the great garbage patch is neither great nor garbage. It's, it looks like you're just in water. And that everything that's happening is below the surface. You can't see it. And that it's like so small that you can't see it with your eyeball. But they show that oh, image of like garbage in the ocean. That it's really so that plastic. Care. Yeah, it's just the microplastics. Not, that, not just. I'm just saying like. Is it still the size of Texas? Yeah, it's huge. Like you're huge. saying. And that's yeah. all true. But the visuals that accompany it. Or not. Or just to make you care when really that's just like, oh, there's some garbage over there. I'm okay with this. (laughs) But the the worst part about it is to clean up the true garbage patch. Yeah. Is worse for the environment. (gasps) So you got to just leave it alone. Oh, for fuck's sake. This is, see, this is now we've done, now we've really fucked it up. When the actual cleanup mission. Okay. We would say to that. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> Sorry, that is no, that, your solution ain't a solution if it causes a problem. We call that a problem. They were like, just start cleaning up the beaches. That is more effectual. Oh, okay, that's good. That's they good. said beach cleanups are better than if we went in there and tried to suck up all that garbage or did whatever with nets. The nets are worse. Everything's worse. You got to just leave the old garbage patch. Just handle oh, these, the beach. Isn't that shocking? It's really awful. I love how I'm like the bearer of bad news all the time around here. Cheesy, crazy. It's really bad. And the people I are think, so stupid. I think for 44 more years. Lights out. I think in 44 more years, you're gonna, we're going to have to do something like live underground. 
Because for real, I have this diary I'm not kidding. that I've been writing for um, Lincoln about the pandemic. Yes. And sometimes I'm writing in it and I think, why am I doing this? We're all going to be gone. Like it's, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to be bleak about it, but kind of no, that's how I, it feels. I think that in, we have, I think the fires will start to, I'm just going to get really morbid. <laughs> Let's freaks. get dark. So dark. Fires are going to start more. Fucking everybody's underwater. Australia's flooded emergency so they were on fire i think australia so is a um, um microcosm. Uh, a mm-hmm. yeah what do we see first it all blew, it all went on caught on fire and, and then, then it the went floods, underwater and then it went underwater and i don't think it'll be and, and i think what'll happen is there will be what is the equivalent to like the dust bowl that the top the top soil because what happened the problem with that is that the nutrients in the soil get all eaten up. If you don't have the right seasons and the right, you know, everything, rotation. and then we do the right rotation of crops, and then we do this mass farming thing that really fucks everything up. So I think we're going to have... Uh, and then bees are going to leave for sure. They've got like 20 <laughs> more leave. years left with those guys. They're just like, I'm out. I'm not playing life game anymore. <laughs> and then uh, we'll be living underground. Let's take a minute to talk about diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> because pendulum therapeutics <laughs> can help you. Like all that stuff we're talking about, what are we going to do? Can't do anything about Not that, too much but you can, can control your blood sugar. <laughs> Sarah. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm not kidding. We need and to your health help yourself, is, people. Your health is more than just diet and exercise. You need like healthy gut microbiome. We just talked about that last episode. It's crucial to healthy life and pendulum glucose control can help you do that. First and only medical probiotic clinically shown to help manage type 2 diabetes when taken with medication. What's not to love about that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's more, you need more than just diet and exercise and they got you covered. If you or someone you love has type 2 diabetes, take control of glucose levels with pendulum glucose control. Use code braincandy at pendulumlife.com to get 20% off your first month of membership, that's P-E-N-D-U-L-U-M, life, L-I-F-E dot com, promo code BRAINCANDY for 20% off your first month of membership. I mean, that's one of my best segues, but Maybe. I don't want to brag or anything. Yeah, you should. I'll brag for you. It's awesome. Yeah, the, the garbage patch thing, I was like, oh, no. What next? What you know what I'm saying? Next? So... I, <sighs> What kind of efforts are we talking? Is it specific? Like, are, are we are we talking about fossil fuels and gas for the actual boats and things like that that are needed? Because there's like one organization that makes these I don't know bracelets that are made out of trash. That I've definitely <laughs> that's probably the answer. Bought, and it's like these <laughs> young guys who develop a system that's supposed to be really good, and I hope that. I think the the takeaway was just like that's great and well, we can try our best but really it's about we've already done that. It, we've already right. made the mess and right. do better kind of thing. Where like stop you do you're it's uh, awful. Yeah. Just do the ocean cleanup. Do the ocean I do like the that. beach cleanup. Yeah. Beach cleanup. Well, beach cleanup, you know what I mean. 
Okay, yeah. changing the subject. Or ocean. It says for every bracelet you buy, they remove one pound of trash from the ocean. They didn't tell me that they pollute it with two up more. <laughs> I'm kidding. Maybe they're maybe they're doing it. I don't know. Yeah, but knows? one pound, that's it's the size of Texas, Sarah. I know, but like You're emptying the ocean with a teaspoon. I know. Okay. It's not good. Um Oh, oh, okay. I don't know. I got worked up about this. This is stupid. So Amy Schumer is doing, she's doing promotion for a show that she has coming out called Life and Beth that she wrote and produced and all that. And her co-star is Michael Sarah, who I love from Arrested Development. So funny. And evidently (laughs) Michael Sarah. Like, unbeknownst to us, he's very private, and he got married and had a child um, without talking about it. And then she, like, talked about it. Yeah, I know. I got tagged in it because when people, when it came out, people say she looked like me. In the movie? Or in the... No, people say that his real life wife. (gasps) Oh. I just got tagged in that photo today. Somebody was like... How come Michael D- Sarah didn't tell us that he was married to Sarah Rice from the real world? Oh gosh, I didn't know that. Uh, that's all. I would have known. I would not have known about it yesterday. Okay, well then this worked out great. So, yeah. and then she was like, "Oops, a Daisy!" Like I, I didn't. Did I just squeal on him? Like you mm-hmm. know, it's hard to keep right. Track. Oh I yeah, Amy Schumer came out talking about that. I did read that. Okay, that he, he like yes, yes, yes. So like on one hand, like that sucks that she told his private life that he clearly didn't really want people to know. But uh, what? Tell me. I feel like that's dumb because Amy Schumer had no fucking option with her life. As that is exactly what I was mad about. I'm mad about that. Thank you. That, that Who is, cares? And not, Michael listen. Sarah is also, I, I feel like, I don't know if it's just like, People say this because it's the opposite of what he plays. But I feel like he has a, a, a reputation of, of being kind of an asshole. I have not heard that. I feel like I have heard that. <laughs> but even if he's super nice, it's like, Maybe and listen, he's not he saying that. he's mad that she told her anything. So, like, he's not really the problem. Right, right, but right. He's the, not. But I but think we should not problem. be getting mad about that. It's stupid that we're getting mad about that. It's it's effed up that, like, a male celebrity... Susie says effed up. It's fucked up. You can say fuck. Karen's... Not, not, not Karen. Uh, uh, Linda's Linda. in here. <laughs> I almost forgot the name it's of It's fucked own. up that he could even have the option of, that. like, a secret marriage and baby and right. child and human. Right. Right. And that, like... She has to make a documentary about her endometriosis. Yes. What was it? What's the other one? I forget what it's called. Where you throw up all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. It starts with an E. Uh, no. Uh, uh, hypermesis gravidarum. That's the one. It starts with an H, not an E. <laughs> Close enough. They're next to each other now. Yeah. And so, like, it's so evident. Yes. That she's like, let's just make a documentary because. I'm going to have like, to talk about this anyway. He has a child, a human being that he created, and nobody knew about it. And let's think about all of the things that a woman has to go through that aren't the baby, not actually having the baby themselves. I'm going to talk about the extra things 
that if you've seen any of Ali Wong's stand-up, she will tell you all about, which is so well, too. And just, like, there are so many, so much, there's so much bullshit that women have to deal with in the workplace for no matter what business they're in when they get pregnant. I feel like it's so this it, it this situation so Ill, perfectly illustrates how there is such a difference for how women have to deal with that and what men have to or I should say what men don't have to deal with. Even like the Rihanna thing which it's so fun that she's expecting and then she's such a beautiful example of of pregnancy and all that it's fun to see. But like yeah. Most women in showbiz will hide it as long as they possibly can. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're, like, practically due date. Mm -hmm. And they're, like, wearing the Lenny Kravitz scarf to, like, hide it. (laughs) And, you know, she she waited a long time. But, like, then it's, like, belly shirts in the winter, bead Mm -hmm. curtain shirts. like. Because it's a celebration. I wish it could be yes. a celebration for everyone is what I'm saying. Yeah. But it is not. It's a liability for most of us. Remember how like when I got pregnant, I was in grad school and my colleague got his wife got pregnant. And like they would say to me, oh, I feel like your dissertation timetable is a little ambitious for somebody in your like starting a family. Nobody oh, ever Lord. said that to him. No, not. I remember that. I finished two years ahead of him. Whatever. Yes. I'm just saying because that's and that was a woman saying it to me. So I hate this all. I, I hate all of it. I'm just saying we don't. There's a difference anyway. Huge. I feel like I was just. I f- I think maybe it might be in the book club pick. We this is a topic that comes up. That why they didn't pick any female astronauts for the space program. Oh yes, but yes, stuff like that. It's constant. I hate it. There's. A, uh, I saw a tweet the other day from this guy. This oh, I would. I assume is like maybe multiple people or maybe one person who's like uh, doing this on their own. And to you, I say a tip of the hat, sir or madam. Uh, any company that tweets about because it was. It's like women. It was International Women's Day, like not that long ago. And he said, any company that tweets about what they're doing for International Women's Day, I'm going to publish your pay gap. Right. I want to know how it knew the pay gap, though. Because you know how, like, salaries Mm -hmm. are private and there's all, like, that's part of the problem is that you're not allowed or you're not encouraged to talk about what you make. I want to know how that bot knew what the pay gap was. But, I mean. I loved it. I loved it too, except yeah. I it's hate like, yeah, it. you have 34% pay grab. Go ahead, call them all out. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you 
where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Tell me what the difference is between when you say a joke is corny and a joke is cheesy. Okay. This is like crispy crunchy. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Okay. When a joke is corny, it's not funny. Mm. When a joke is cheesy, I think it could be. It's cute. It, corny is eight is like eighteen and over and bad. Cheesy is eighteen and under and bad. Like dad joke versus. X-rated dad joke. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, well, I think that's, I think that's easy. We just, sub, I just, there you go, solved it. Tara's Problem like, solved. we can be done talking about this now. I've, I've answered your question. Yeah, there you go. What, there was what else? an article in Atlantic that was um, exploring the etymologies of those words and sort of like, wh- I love that. What a good question. Right, what a, there's a good segue. You did. I love it because, like, what says. is the difference? I still don't know, but it was saying what like, would some you theories. Say? So, like, they were looking at the origin and, like, when did we even start calling jokes corny or cheesy? So it Why said, food references? Some people said that corny comes to us via jazz mu- musicians in the 1930s describing licks that sounded unfashionable and trite, something more at home in the agricultural environment of a square dance than a sophisticated urban jazz club. Okay. Corny might have also been extrapolated from seed catalogs that circulated starting in the 1890s and included simple and predictable little jokes in the margins that some called corn jokes. Either way, the meaning seems to hinge on an aesthetically... Those are both adorable reasons. (laughs) Condescending geographical association with rural America. Okay, so they're arguing corny kind of implies backwoods, like um, redneck. Okay. Basically. Yeah. And then they said that... My country bumpkin joke. Yes. Farmy joke. Yeah. But cheesy is more mysterious, and some people think that it refers to, um, instead of the food, it's a reversal of the Urdu, C-H-I-Z, meaning thing, which picked up by British occupiers in the early 1800s gave us phrases like the big cheese. Wow. I don't know. That seems I, but weird. But that's like a, a okay, okay. Because if it's not that, then what's the other explanation for cheesy? They didn't have one. They were like, this one's more wow, mysterious. Wow, then that probably is it. Right, and that makes What a weird. That's a far way to go. It's a bit, it's a really far way. And then it's, but I liked how they kind of summed it up because they said something corny might be light and sweet, but ultimately small and insignificant. Whereas something cheesy pours on a heavy and pleasing coating of coagulated fat to disguise a lack of substantive meat. I mean, that is, a, that is reading into it. <laughs> that is, I mean, it's, it's corny. Corny's it light corny. and sweet, like harmless, blah, blah, blah. But cheesy's like, oh, you really laid it on thick. Okay, okay, okay. I can get down with this. Mm-hmm. I would like to hear... Cheesy, our... there's more work that goes into it. It's yeah, like, like... I get you're that. Going I can, too far. I can you're see doing that. the most. We're like... Like, a cheesy joke 
there's there it's laid on thick like oh that's cheesy and you like yeah but corny yeah. is like a pun but or like, something oh, just corny. quick and cute yeah like corn, corny could be like a fashion item but a fashion item wouldn't be cheesy true a joke is cheesy so it takes maybe a little more work oh my god but if you like had a, a personality that went with the fashion ensemble then it would be cheesy this is reminding me of how this past week, Lincoln had to start his at-school puberty classes. <laughs> Fucking A, Susie. These are the things you need to talk, call me and tell me about. I know, this you're is, so right. This is the kind of stuff I need to know. Don't, what, are we even friends? I know. I'm so, I really let you down. I'm so, so, I'm so sorry. Well, here's how they handle it now. I'm sure if anybody has kids this age, they know. But, like, they send home the curriculum and they make you, you can look at it. And and if you don't want your kid to go, like mm-hmm. you can protest or whatever. But the funny thing, <laughs> the funny thing is at his age, he's in fourth grade. It's basically like wear deodorant, you disgusting weirdo. That's the too funny. long. Don't read version yes. of the story because every slide was like, you should wash your butthole or whatever. Right. So like, I kept teasing him. I made him. sure to teach him that. <laughs> I kept teasing him about it. And then on the day, I'm like, have fun at puberty class. <laughs> because it's like, that's not even puberty. That's just hygiene. Right. Um, the fact that we've turned in your, we've turned your body, we've associated your body changing which with this also other part of it. And then yeah. added the layer of shame. Like we've really fucked up. I think so. Because he's, I go, what was it like? Tell me everything. And he was like, well, they showed this video and there was rapping, you know, like where they. Oh, (laughs) no. That's what made me think of it. The corny, cheesy thing. Which is definitely going to be white kids rapping, which is definitely going to be worse. That's a great question. I'll ask him who was rapping. It's going to be some, oh, it's going to be bad. He's like, the whole thing, like, they were trying to be hip, and it was... Oh, no. It's embarrassing. Oh, no. Did you have to watch a video? Mine was with the, the grown-up version of the woman, the girl who played Annie. Oh. Um, I did have to watch a video. We had to read, are you there? God, it's me, Margaret, which felt so dated even for me. I was like, who has those belt things, the, the pads oh. with the belt? My God, like, like are 1952. Are we still doing this? Right. <laughs> uh, and I do remember the our body changing video. It was deodorant heavy. I remember that. Like, and what I just remember them separating boys and girls and me being needing to be. And me That's feeling what I like, said. Why to are Lincoln. we doing this? Because I said, why do you think they this separated is the, them? This is why men can't find the fucking clitoris. This is the problem. Yeah. Put them in the same class, and then maybe we won't have. Women who, like, are so unsatisfied later. Well, because I said to him, Men what do you so think it made, Why do you think they chose to segregate it by gender? And, and he said he didn't know because it was, like, deodorant and bathing and stuff. And then I said, maybe in the girls' one they talk about boobs or something. Like, what? I, we'll never know because I, I don't know. have a daughter. So I don't know what right. they talked about in there. I think they talk about menstruation. That's it. But I feel like in men the fourth know about grade that. one, because then the, why uh-huh. didn't they talk about boners and pubic hair in his then? They didn't talk about that? No, just deodorant. Oh, and God. Cleaning your balls or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> Look, Sarah, I, I wish you could see Sarah's face. If you're watching on Patreon, you will appreciate how fed up she is. I don't even really know why she why because they're not teaching the right information. Well, and then the parents fifth, at home aren't talking about it. They have a fifth grade one, though. So I, I Yeah, like that stuff doesn't happen one year. For fuck's sake. The, the, here's the, what. We, don't, we shouldn't be teaching it while they're experiencing it. Okay. You don't practice what to do in, a, like you. Well, because right, especially with periods, they can get that at eight or nine. And this is, he's nine and a half. This is your fucking body. I don't understand what, like, oh. Well, we watched the Disney film Turning Red, which you would love. I did see it. Oh, you did? Yes. I, I would give it a seven out of 10 for Pixar movies. You didn't love it. I didn't. Love it. I think a little bit of it was I felt like the, I felt like it was kind of cheesy. Did you? Maybe you. I felt like up, I didn't Sarah. need the addition of the boy band part. Oh, I like that. You know why? Hmm. Maybe I was primed because I had read articles celebrating how they were making um, female fandom fandom like legitimizing it yeah this is literally an article i have to talk like but but i have a whole thing about how i did not even fucking connect the two because i it i it i didn't connect the two because they were making it seem like their love for this band you're so right was important and valuable which i didn't know that that needed to be said but maybe that's why? I think that's totally fair. I think that is that's that is one hundred percent right. Yeah, because it made it seem like caring about that stuff was important yes. to the growing up experience. Like yes. fandom. Absolutely. But you know, in it the the main character is going through puberty, which is um created through a metaphor, but they mention menstruation mm-hmm. and like I said to Lincoln, oh, her mom thinks she's got her period. And Link goes, what's that? And I'm like, you know, the tampon thing with the blood. And he was like, oh, yeah. Like, but it was just like he needed a refresher because it's just not in his radar. But he knows what it is. And it wasn't weird. And he loved the movie. And I'm so glad that they included that. And it's just like sneezing or any other body function. I just, I... I wish it can be something that is discussed more. I think boys need to be included in the conversation about this because if it were something that happened, we learn about fucking boners. You don't get Not those. in school. Yeah, huh? You learned about boners? Yeah, we learned about nocturnal emissions and everything Sarah. like that. No, I did not. I remember I that. I went to Christian school. We didn't. Well, yeah, they weren't teaching you about anything. You they, learned they, about you boners and like, what do they call that? Nocturnal I know you emissions. said that, but what is the like other? Oh, wet dreams. Like I was yeah. like, what's the nomenclature of like normal? Right. I was like, oh, Susie, that's what they're called. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, wet dreams. Yeah, I've heard about them. that. Yeah, you in did. a way, almost to like not embarrass the boys. They might get random boners in the middle of class. So like, and don't we don't shame do the them. same thing for girls about the periods? Absolutely not. And I know this because I remember multiple men shaming women for being on their period in the fucking challenge house. 
I remember them making fun of snail trails. Mm-hmm. And even calling them that. I didn't even know that yeah, was a it's phrase. so fucking stupid. Till I was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, just like um, labia, like yeah. talking about like meat curtains. Yeah. All Basically of the... judging your human parts. Yeah. Pretty much everything we mm-hmm. all know already. Mm-hmm. But. That, so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. But like we have to be forgiving about their br- no reason boners. Yep. 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 I hate it. Oh my god! I'll never forget. I'll tell. I'll share the story, but I won't say who said it to protect them. So to protect the, one the guilty. Of, yeah, one of the guys on the challenge was teasing a woman from the challenge that was not present, and they were saying how she came over once. They were at a party once, and how she made her own tampon. You know how I know that. And I said, do not finish that sentence because I know how you knew that. And however that, whatever situation she was in where she needed that in an emergency, I've been there and I'm fucking with her. And for you to like shame, like feel like you can talk about this when she's not around and then make fun of her for it or even want to make a punchline of a joke out of it. I'm not, I didn't let him finish that sentence because it doesn't fucking matter. And I've, like, so been there. And every single woman has done that, where we're like, oh, we're going to, like, have to, like, make our own fucking pad or tampon with toilet paper right now. And I've like, never been in an environment where just being a person so was sad. a liability. <sighs> Makes me sick. Let's wind it down. Let's wind it down, shall we? Um, I'm a weirdo, and I went out in public, and I forgot that you can't just say things. And oh assume my God. everyone agrees with you about racism and yeah. all sorts of things. So maybe we go back to the impolite company kind of subjects. Um, Sarah created a chant so she could get $60,000. <laughs> and it turned out to only be six hundred. So make she sure forgot. you uh, put the decimal places if you're going to be doing any full moon ceremonies asking for a money. You should watch the Andy Warhol documentary series, but you yes. won't. It's on Netflix, but you should. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, then he wore a wig. You heard he, it here. He sure did. And uh, great garbage patch isn't great or garbage. Yeah, but you should definitely do beach cleanup days if you yeah. can. If you can. Um, I mean, not it, me anymore because I live very far away from the beach. Is it cheesy or is it corny or is it crispy or is it crunchy? Who's to say? I love all those arguments. <laughs> I just love food. And then whatevs. Who cares? Did you guys leave us a five-star review and subscribe? It means yeah. so much. And if you use our um, partner codes, that helps us so much too. And it helps you. You get deals. We love that. And check out our Patreon. That's where all our bonus content and reality TV content lives. It's uh, patreon.com slash brain You can see me making funny expressions. Say goodbye. Bye, Fred.